Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobsher here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. In today's show, we're going to look at the power of passive real estate investing. I'm joined by my friend in this episode, Alina Trigub. Alina is the founder and the managing partner of Samo Financial. It's a private equity firm specializing in helping a select group of people with various wealth preservation and tax strategies. Alina welcomes warm introductions of accredited investors that are looking for help to preserve their wealth, to find ways to save on taxes, and to make additional passive income streams. Alina's business motto has been very well articulated by Warren Buffett's indicating that someone is sitting in a shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Alina is the founder of two meetup groups named The Power of Passive Investing through real estate, which gather in New York and New Jersey. Alina has helped her clients to acquire and invest in over 1,187 apartment doors, over 500 storage units, and over $5 million in a fund focused on mobile home parks. If you're interested in joining our investors group, you could go to cashflowninja.com forward slash investors group and fill out an application form and or email me at info cashflowninja.com to start the discussion to see if you're a good fit for our group. If you're in the Philadelphia, Bucks County, and Southern New Jersey area, we are hosting live investors meetup events every month in Newtown, Pennsylvania. For more information on the monthly live event and information on how to join us at our next live event, you could go to cashflowninja.com forward slash events. MC Lobshire, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast and also the president and chief wealth and investment strategist of Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate cashflow banking, also known as infinite banking, with their business and investments. If you're interested in learning more about how we create strategies that integrate cashflow banking and investments to turbocharge them, you can access a video series at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Alina, welcome to the show. Thank you, MC. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be on your show. Yeah, so great to connect. Always enjoy uh, our conversations and uh, was honored to, to speak at, at your meetup group. So it's always great to speak with you. Alina, I think before we get um, started um, into our conversation today, could you share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Absolutely, MC. And yeah, it was awesome to have you over at my meetup. Um, my meetup members really enjoyed you uh, presenting and your talk, and it was really great and very, very inspiring. So thanks for that. Hello, everyone. My name is Alina Trigub. I'm the managing partner of Samo Financial. Um, it's a small private equity firm that specializes in helping select group of people with their wealth preservation and their uh, saving on taxes strategies. Um, 
I also host uh, local meetups in New York and New Jersey that are called the Power of Passive Investing Through Real Estate. So whoever is in the area, you're welcome to check us out and join us. Um, in addition to that, um, I work with several self-directed companies on providing educational webinars to investors on how uh, investors can passively invest in syndications by leveraging their solo 401ks and self-directed retirement accounts. Um, uh, as far as my background, I'm a former tax accountant with big four experience and uh, later in life I switched to a technology world where I became a liaison between business and technology professionals. This field made me realize that we're for the most part working with other people. So if you want to achieve anything in this world, having a full understanding of how the relationship established and maintained is absolutely essential for success. With that in mind, in, with a personal problem to solve, um, which was to diversify out of Wall Street, I started my journey of finding a way to diversify into something other than the stock market. And this has been my concern for many, many years uh, because I, I've seen the uh, stock market fluctuations several times. And my main concern was uh, how can I make sure that I'm conserving my wealth and by the same time saving on taxes and making some residual income. Real estate has been on my mind for a long time and I finally decided to give it a try and conducted a pretty extensive research as to what kind of strategies I can implement. Um, I was very excited when I came across the world of syndications. And for those that don't know, syndication is when people pull their funds together to passively invest in real estate. So uh, there's someone else that are general partners or deal sponsors, as, as they're also called, that do uh, all of the work and the rest of people invest their funds and become equity partners or passive investors or limited partners. All of those terms are interchangeable and uh, just watch their funds grow within that syndication. Uh, so I started uh, investing as an equity partner and after investing in, in a number of deals, I realized how great the strategy was and how it can help a lot of other folks uh, that are, like myself are looking for a way to passively invest and just don't know um, about such concept as syndication. Out of this idea, my business was born. I decided to start my own company, uh, which has the mission of helping accredited investors to preserve their wealth, uh, build passive income while utilizing several tax saving strategies of being partial property owners. So, um, as of today, I, um, I'm, I've been helping a lot of people and in investing in syndications. And you know, when it comes to investing in real estate, most people think of uh, real estate as um, single-family homes or multifamily homes. And while apartment complexes, which are multifamily homes, is one of the asset classes I invest in, um, along with that, I 
also invest in uh, several other asset classes which i've been adding to my portfolio and my investors portfolio over time by conducting an extensive research and my portfolio now includes apartment complexes mobile home parks and storages which i believe are all um very conservative asset classes that would sustain um in bad economy if if recession ever hit us and you know we all know that we do go through the cycle so at some point in life the recession will come our way so i want to make sure that um my investors are invested in the asset classes that will allow them uh to stick to their investments through throughout that recession so it's all nicely uh, diversified within the real estate space, uh, as you mentioned, multifamily, cell storage, mobile home. And one of the things that we, we talk about quite a bit is how folks think, you know, they are diversified, uh, in, in, but still in the Wall Street casino, right, Elena? Like they would say, oh, you know, I'm in technology stocks. I have some Apple. I have some REITs. I have some gold ETFs. But it's all essentially still in that casino, where there are other avenues as you explored and realized on your journey and eventually started your, your company and helping other people to, to do the same. Absolutely, absolutely. And to me, diversification is important. As I started diversifying out of the stock market into real estate, as I mentioned, I started with multifamily, but then I thought, uh, as I was talking to my audience, uh, what are other ways to diversify even further? And gradually, by doing the research, I was able to add mobile home parks and storages. And uh, I continue to research other asset classes and thinking of adding other uh, asset classes down the line. For instance, right now I'm researching um, residential assisted living facility as a potential asset class to add down the road. Uh, but it, you know, it takes a lot of effort and research to um, make sure that the asset class you are looking at and presenting to investors is something that will potentially make sense down the line and will ensure that it's conservative enough to invest. And additional way to diversify is to diversify um, nationwide, go into multiple markets because you know we we have plenty of opportunities across uh, almost all 50 states within us so by diversifying further by going into multiple states we allow our investors uh to be more conservative and uh you know be able to invest uh, in in various geographic areas as well i really um love your philosophy to your approach and one of the quotes that uh, that you uh, have shared and is the motto um really uh, of your business is that someone is sitting in a shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago a uh, famous warren buffett quote can you elaborate a little bit more on your philosophical approach to wealth and wealth creation Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, thanks for reading that quote. I, I really try to live by that quote. And uh, my philosophy is to always give, give, give and start with that and always make sure that um, I'm helping others. And that's actually, as I mentioned, how my business was started. Um, I, I'm all about helping others and making sure that I can spread the word and help other people build their wealth and save on taxes and by helping others um i i feel 
more complete, if you will. I, I feel like I've completed my mission because I know that I made someone else happy because they're making money and they're able um, to uh, provide for their families. They're able to make that additional uh, added, that additional income stream um, to their portfolio and they're happy with their life and that makes me happy. Do you have a framework uh, that you use uh, and a checklist when you're looking at deals and um, the, there's plenty of them coming across your desk? Um, what are some of the things that you, that you use uh, in your decision-making to, to decide whether it's something to pursue further? Sure. So since my background is um, in accounting and finance, uh, um, I'm used to doing a lot of research. So I always start by researching the deal sponsor first and foremost. Um, has the deal sponsor been uh, on the market for a long time? Do they have an extensive experience? What's their background? What's their philosophy? What is their strategy? Do our strategies align? Do our approaches to investing align? Um, and if the these things align and you know if the answers make sense uh if we agree on the overall investing approaches then uh, my next step is to look at the market itself let's say they're presenting a multifamily in dallas fort west texas so i would look at the dallas uh, is the population of dallas growing um are the jobs coming in are there any major industry players in the area and i'm I'm talking about the players that will stay in that area, not someone who would come and go, let's say, like, um, you know, an army place. I'm looking for something that uh, is staying in the area for a very long time, like a hospital or major universities or major manufacturing facility that's staying in the area and will continue having a strong demand and will continue bringing jobs for the area. Uh, other important factors are the infrastructure, of course, access to highways, access to the, the major uh, shopping areas, and uh, the, the overall feel for the market. If, you know, if the answers to those questions are positive, then I take the next step and I, I evaluate the deal. And when evaluating the deal, what I mainly look for is I don't look for extremes. Uh, I, I try to stick to so-called bread and butter again, because my philosophy is making sure that the investment may sustain the next recession whenever it's going to come, whether it's going to come tomorrow or five days or three years down the road. So I'm looking for conservatives. Does the investment have uh, some cushion in the income underwriting does it show that the rents are growing again it's based for a particular market but let's say that market grant rents can go seven uh, percent each year i want the underwriting show anything anywhere between three to five percent i want it to be conservative uh does the expenses do the expenses show that um they will increase by say anywhere from five to ten percent every year and again it's it's all market specific it, it could be three percent for one market but it could be eight percent for another market so i'm just more or less generalizing um and then i'm not looking for one more number like some people say oh i want equity multiple to be in two o's or in three o's uh, i'm looking at all of the calculations together do they all make sense does the investment overall make sense if i'm looking um at all all of the uh, 
qualitative criteria together with the quantitative. Um, does it make sense? Will that investment sustain a poor economy? And only when all of those things align, then I make a decision that, yes, this is the type of investment that I would personally invest my funds, which entails that this is the type of investment that I would want to present to my audience. And I don't normally present it blindly, more or less like one size fits all to the distribution list. I try to cater to my audience. So uh, I interview my investors first before um, uh, at the, at the beginning when, when they jo join my list and then knowing their criteria, knowing what they're looking for, I will present them the offerings based on uh, their interests because um, you have to understand some people are only interested in multifamily. Other folks are only interested in a specific geographic location. And, and then I may have someone else who wants to diversify across geo areas, across multiple asset classes and just want to be as diversified as possible. So that's why um, it's my goal to make sure that whatever I'm presenting to each and every investor is uh, catered to their needs and their interests. And the, keep in mind those interests may change year after year, uh, but I, you know, I always try to, you know, refresh our conversation and make sure that I have the latest information on what each investor is looking for. And so each investment uh, that I present to them is some something that they potentially might be interested in investing. Sorry if it was too long, but I was trying to give you a detailed answer. No, I appreciate it. That That's a lot to, to unpack there. Um, one of the, the, the things that, um, uh, that you mentioned is recessions, right? And we, if we look at historically, seven to 10 years, there's recessions. We have a very volatile marketplace. And I would argue possibly global economy with many different things happening uh interest rates being one of them that plays into uh into real estate specifically demographic changes you had mentioned assisted living facilities that plays into that kind of trend um what marketplaces are some of these investment currently in and what's your take on the uh, the, the the marketplaces what's happening in there what threats are there what opportunities are there in the markets uh that you are invested in? Sure. So with the markets, um, you know, every market is going through the recession, but they're not going through the recession at the same pace and at the same time. Uh, for instance, again, we, we can take the Texas market. Well, you see that some of the Texas markets like uh, Dallas, Fort Worth area, or even Houston, um, they are probably coming to the time where they're going to be at the peak um, of the market and the demand will start to slow down. Um, this is not going to be reflective of the market in, let's say, somewhere in Arizona or Tampa. Those markets are performing very, very different. And not to say that, um, you know, several markets may not be at the same place at the same time. That's certainly possible. But my point is, if investors are looking to invest in certain geographic areas, they need to uh, make sure they research the market to find out where in the market cycle that specific geographic area is and make sure that, you know, that there's still at the point where the, there is still demand and uh, 
again, the population is coming in uh, and there is supply in the area as well. So that's very, very important. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is the show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. My friend Dave Zook says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. Dave and his team at The Real Asset Investor have syndicated many successful real estate and ATM projects over the last decade. Now his team has an exclusive opportunity for investors in the coal space. Do you want to be part of an energy project that takes conventional coal and cleans it up by extracting liquids while releasing almost zero emissions? The sale of these liquids can produce strong double-digit cash flow and aggressive tax benefits against ordinary income, all while using America's number one most plentiful resource in a responsible, efficient manner. Now that's non-conventional. For more information on this exclusive opportunity, you can visit therealassetinvestor.com or contact the Real Asset Investor team at info at therealassetinvestor.com. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. Now let's return to our interview. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, there's a lot there's, there's a lot of things happening, and all markets are different. And as you mentioned, primary, secondary, and tertiary markets, uh, they they're in different phases, right? So you can kind of, if you're in the tertiary or the secondary market, see what's going on in those primary markets to prepare. Um, what are some of the stress tests that you put in your analyses right now, too, with with some of these things in mind? So, as far as the stress tests, um, um, I look at how the markets performed uh, during the 2008-2010 times, uh, what was going on in the area, how each of the asset classes were performing. Um, you know, I try to reach out to um, some of the folks that have been around that time, have been investing during 2008-2010 in that market, and just get their perspective as to wh what was going on, um, how did each particular asset class perform. And, you know, depending on the feedback that I get and the research that I perform myself online, um, I make a decision whether to go into specific um, asset class and into specific deal or not. Fantastic. And people is very important to real estate. <laughs> We're all in the people business, right? Absolutely. And Absolutely. One, one thing that I've, I've seen and le learned a lot from you is you're phenomenal at, at networking and creating uh, a very relaxed and nice environment for people to come and to learn and enjoy and, and, and share and so forth. 
Um, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned uh, running, starting, and growing, and continuing to grow the, the groups that you're involved with um, and that you host in New Jersey and New York? Sure. So again, uh, my theory is always put the people first and bring the value to them. So in my meetups, for instance, um, I, I take attendance, but in addition to attendance, I always solicit for people feedback as to what kind of topics uh, they want to be covered in meetups, what kind of presenters they're interested in um, listening to. And based on the feedback I get, I try to bring the presenters to the audience that they're interested in. For instance, um, in in my previous meetups, I had a securities attorney present. Uh, that was a tremendous benefit. A lot of folks were able to ask great questions and get a better understanding on how the syndications actually work and uh, what's allowed, what's disallowed when it comes to syndicating or when it comes to raising capital for syndications and so forth. Or a, uh, another great presenter I had was uh, someone who is managing the self-directed accounts and helping to set them up. So that person was able to give an overview of the uh, how self-directed accounts work, what type of self-directed accounts um, are offered, and how people can leverage them to invest in real estate or to invest, basically to invest outside of Wall Street. Absolutely. Uh, sharing a lot of different things because there's so many moving parts. Those are some of the examples of um, you know, how I try to bring value to people and how I make sure that I put my audience, whether it's investors or whether it's just meetup members, how I try to put them first before uh, the business. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that's part of that education too is that sometimes... Um, Yes, when we're learning, we, we want to share what we learn. And um, it, it, when good people are in a group, they tend to know other good people and bring other good people into the group, into the fold, right? So it kind of spread. It, it's kind of that little, that little drop, that little rock that you put in the water. And uh, yeah, it, the, the impact of that, of the water just kind of spread, spreads and spreads out. Absolutely. Mentorship is an, is another thing um, that uh, that's played a, a huge role in in uh, in a lot of uh, people's lives. Can you speak to the importance of that and the importance of finding people that's already doing and successfully doing what you're trying to accomplish and do? Absolutely, I I think uh, mentorship is something that can accelerate uh, someone's progress tremendously. And in addition to that, another topic that's very relevant is surrounding yourself by the people from whom you can learn. Uh, but again, it's to to my previous topic of always giving, even if you're surrounding yourself by people who are better than you in real estate, I'm sure there's still plenty of ways that you can give them back. So always try to give, give, give before you take back from someone. And by surrounding yourself for someone who is um, a lot more successful in real estate, you can learn from them. And it also pushes you to extremes it pushes you to take the extra step um, when you're working on something and making sure that you're 10x in your goals and making sure that you're progressing a lot faster than you normally would. 
For new listeners and newbie investors that's starting their journey in their career this year, what are some uh, of the things that you would share in actual items that you could share with them to take action on, on becoming a, a real estate investor and investing in uh, multifamily or mobile home park self-storage uh, uh, real estate investments? So I would say the first and foremost uh, step is educating oneself. So it's very, very important on reading books listening to podcasts, talking to other investors. And um, as you and I both know, Bigger Pockets is uh, an extraordinary community of real estate investors. So for anyone who is interested to learning anything real estate related, I think it's absolutely important to joining Bigger Pockets, becoming an active member and doing the extensive research um, on anything and everything real estate related. And they can find uh, a ton of book recommendations. They can find podcast. Uh, they can even find potential partners for the future deals. You, you never know. And um, I also have my own uh, library of books that I recommend. You know, I, I welcome anyone and everyone to use that library. It's absolutely free of charge. And I share it with everybody who's interested in learning more about real estate in general and uh, just uh, working on their own self-development, which I, I believe is an absolutely essential part of growing growing your business and becoming a successful real estate investor in the first place. And networking, again, virtually and in person. Face-to-face -face interaction is very important, but you know, if your time is limited, uh, network virtually, meet people through bigger pockets and start networking that way. That, that's also very, very beneficial. And you've mentioned studying and, and researching, and one of the, you've also alluded to one of the things that you're looking at is the assisted living uh, real estate investments. What are some of the other things that you're studying and what other skill sets are you learning uh, uh, starting here in 2019? Sure. So um, one of the things, and I mentioned it, is human capital. I, I think human relationship are absolutely critical, not just for real estate, but for any kind of business. And real estate has been huge on people business. I think it's very, very important to understand the human psychology and understand how uh, people function and operate. And that's why um, I always try to learn as much as possible about human psychology, how successful investors think. So I try to read biologists of some of the famous investors. And uh, one of my favorite ones is Warren Buffett, of course. And I, I've read um, a, a lot of different books on Warren Buffett and studied how he approached investing in general. And I am uh, a strong uh, believer in you know, investing the Warren Buffett way. I really like his approach to investing. Um, so my strong belief is, um, you know, pick a few role models and whether you can be physically or geographically close to them or not, that doesn't matter, but read up on them, learn what they've done, how they've done it. And there is no need to reinvent the wheel. Just follow their approach and do the same thing and it'll work out for you at the end. Now, Alina, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Sure. 
Um, so MC, I would say um, my answers would be the book titles that I read, which I believe will reflect um, on my core values and principles. So the first, and not necessarily in this order, I'm just giving you in, in any in any order. So the first one would be The Go-Giver by John Mann and Bob Berg. Um, you know, the, the book, uh, the, the title basically speaks for itself. You, you have to give millions of times and not what's important is not to expect that after you give you will get something in return don't ever expect it it will come naturally if uh, people see that you you're the goal giver they they will definitely give back to you so that's that's important uh my second book is the richest man in babylon again pay yourself first um you know when you're making money make sure that you allocate the funds for yourself first and then go pay the bills and do everything else. So that's important. And the third book would be Miracle Morning by Hal Alrad. Uh, I mean, granted the guy has had two near-death experiences, but you know, the, the way he approaches life in general and the way he talks about, you know, being disciplined and creating that more morning routine for yourself uh, can help you make tremendous changes, not only in your day, but in your life in general by, you know, setting yourself in the morning for a successful day. You, you're you giving yourself, um, you know, a lot more room for improvement and a lot more room for success. Three very, very great books. So I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, Alina, how can my listeners uh, learn more about you? How can they learn more about your company? Um, And how can they stay informed of all of the projects that you're involved with and learn more about the meetups that you host in New Jersey and New York? Sure. Uh, so they can go on my website, samofinancial.com. They can join the Samo Club uh, or reach out to me. My contact information is listed on my website. It's um, alina at or my phone number. I can be reached via text or phone call. Uh, my meetups are called The Power of Passive Investing Through Real Estate. And uh, one says New York, one says New Jersey. They're both listed on meetup.com. So reachable through meetups um, as well. Uh, so if anyone has any questions or wants to reach out even you know, outside of the meetups or website, you're, you're welcome to reach out to me at any time. I'd be more than happy to help out in any way I can. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I always appreciate you and always enjoy our conversations. And thank you so much for uh, sharing so much value with my listeners. MC, absolutely. It's my pleasure. And thank you for inviting me to speak at your show. I I really appreciate the opportunity and it's always great speaking with you as well. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. 
Thank you again for joining me on the Cashflow Ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here, please subscribe, rate, and write a review for our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. Until next time, my friend, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.